Hello, and welcome to the Clinical Care Options Infectious Disease Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Smith. Today's episode features expert insight from Dr. Robert Gish on best practices in identifying adults at risk for reduced HPV seroprotection, as well as applying current HPV vaccine recommendations in special populations. This episode is part of a larger educational program titled Adult Hepatitis B Vaccination, Keys to HPV Prevention and Control. For more information about Dr. Gish and for a link to the full online educational program, including downloadable slides, please visit the link in the show notes for this episode. Now let's get started and hear what Dr. Gish has to say on this important topic. Greetings. I'm Dr. Robert Gish, Medical Director of the Hepatitis B Foundation. We'll be talking today about adult hepatitis B vaccination, identifying individuals at risk for reduced seroprotection. This is supported by Clinical Care Options and Clinical Care Options Hepatitis. This program is supported by an educational grant from VBI Vaccines. I would like to highlight here current concepts in hepatitis B and hepatitis B vaccination. We have multiple excellent options in hepatitis B vaccination in adults. We want to ensure expanded hepatitis B vaccine coverage today and in the future as part of hepatitis B elimination. Let's consider assessing patients for non-response. Non-responders are those who do not develop antibodies after completing a full hepatitis B vaccine series. 5 to 15% of hepatitis B vaccinated individuals may not respond to a full course of hepatitis B vaccine. We have to think about hepatitis B vaccine non-response in terms of our terminology versus waning immunity. A true vaccine non-response is shown after measuring a titer of anti-HBS, and that titer is less than 10 milli-international units per ml between one to two months after the last dose of the vaccine series. You can test up to five to 10 years after vaccination, but again, waning immunity, decreasing antibody titers may occur in different populations at different times. A negative anti-HBS performed several years after the last dose could indicate waning immunity after a initial response. If you're testing people at risk for poor seroprotection and you're considering boosting, which we'll talk about shortly, you can do this within one to five years in a real-world setting after hepatitis B vaccination. Risks for lack of achieving seroprotection will also define as non-response relates to age, especially with age cutoffs in the 40-year range, obesity, tobacco smoking, alcohol use disorder, other chronic illnesses such as diabetes, and active hepatitis B infection or exposure to hepatitis B, again highlighted here by the presence of an anti-HBC or core antibody total. It's very important here not to be checking core IgM testing. People living with HIV also have a decreased chance of seroprotection or be non-responders. Now, let's get to the second level of this real-world setting. We have high risk for non-response, and we're going to expand that a little bit here, and those individuals who need an action item such as boosting. So testing for non-response 
should really focus on those people where you're going to be thinking about giving another course of hepatitis B vaccination. So healthcare workers, people who are at high risk for blood exposure in different healthcare settings is very important. Hemodialysis patients, individuals living with HIV, which we highlighted previously, and other immunocompromised people who also would be at risk for blood or body fluid exposure, such as transplant recipients or chemotherapy patients. Let's walk through the importance of the triple panel testing and each of its components. If the patient is hepatitis B surface antigen positive, that indicates infection and no need for vaccination. You wanna link those individuals to care and test all patients for Delta hepatitis since Delta is also a vaccine preventable disease by vaccinating for hepatitis B. Anti-hepatitis B C or core antibody indicates exposure to hepatitis B and the persistence of CCC DNA. In this setting, you would not vaccinate, but you would evaluate for occult hepatitis B through tests such as hepatitis B DNA PCR and educate about reactivation risk of hepatitis B in special settings. The patient is hepatitis B surface antibody positive. This does indicate vaccine-induced immunity if anti-HBC or core is negative. If you see a scenario of anti-HPS positive combined with anti-HBC or core positive, this indicates immune control. Core antibody dominates, indicating exposure and probable persistence of low levels of virus in the liver cell in the form of CCC DNA. These patients have a very low likelihood of reactivation, but do not need boosting. If all three tests are negative, consider vaccination for hepatitis B after determining hepatitis B vaccine history. And is this person at risk for lack of seroprotection or response? And the time since the last dose of hepatitis B vaccine. If it's been 30 years, it's possible they responded to the vaccine but had waning surface antibody levels, but still some level of protection. You're going to go back to that population who is at risk and who needs boosting. If an individual received the vaccine within one to five years or within a few months and they don't have surface antibody, you're more likely to determine that they're a true non-responder to vaccination and inspect closer on their risk for hepatitis B infection and whether they need that second course of hepatitis B vaccine and boosting. Recommendations for hepatitis B vaccine non-responders in these individuals, this setting which we're now calling boosting, you want to evaluate for reasons of non-response by fully inspecting that triple panel. Non-responders to that first HBB vaccine series are recommended to complete a second vaccine series. Consider switching the brand of vaccination that you're using. As you recall, we have both three-dose and two-dose vaccine options. Post-vaccination serologic testing is highlighted here. We talked about non-responders to a three-dose vaccine. Who, how, what would be that response rate? Well, we're thinking 30 to 50% will respond to a second three-dose series. Second dose series can provide better sero or greater sero protection, especially in these high risk adults where we think boosting is important. If you spend the time to revaccinate individuals, 
strongly consider assessing antibody response one to two months after the last dose of that second series. I'd like to highlight here two different theoretical or real patient populations, such as hemodialysis or immunocompromised patients. And we're going to go to the right flow chart here about these immunocompromised patients and talk about checking surface antibody. It's less than 10 million international units per ml. Complete that second vaccine series. Check anti-HBS one to two months after the vaccine series. If anti-HBS is greater than 10, you have documented zero protection. Anti-HBS, make sure you check surface antigen. You'll probably have this before you start the vaccine series, but take another look at that triple panel. Of course, if there's surface antigen positive, consider active hepatitis B infection and linkage to care. If surface antigen negative and their anti-HBS titers less than 10, they could be at risk for a hepatitis B infection. Follow the patient appropriately. Our take-home points today are most patients do not need post-vaccine testing and boosting. We want to be efficient in this setting and get vaccine to as many individuals as possible. But if you have a population at risk for low or no seroprotection, non-response, consider testing those individuals, complete your revaccination process, and then check for anti-HBS quantitatively. Vaccine boosting was highlighted today in these special potential non-responder populations. That vaccine boosting means completing a second two or three dose cycle of vaccination. Remember, as part of the hepatitis B triple panel, we have this very useful test, anti-HBC or core test, and if positive, this indicates hepatitis B exposure and no need for boosting. Thank you very much to Dr. Gish, and thank you to our listeners for joining us. As a reminder, to view the full program, Adult Hepatitis B Vaccination, Keys to HBV Prevention and Control, and to download the slide set associated with this discussion on the Clinical Care Options website, click on the link in the show notes. As always, thank you for listening.